the other day I was reading something from um, Forbes and um, this guy said, we're all leaving a legacy, whether we like it or not. Welcome to Slow Wisdom, a podcast where insight meets entertainment. We're your hosts, Lois and Latifa. Yes to entertainment, Lois. Yes to insights, but I'm here for the chit chat. I'm here for the laughter, a bit of sarcasm, and a lot of things in between. But we would like to invite you to enjoy some slow wisdom as we cultivate and emphasize on empathy amongst all of us from different backgrounds, generations, and perspectives. Michael Jackson, Dr. Martin Luther King, Stan Lee, Lionel Messi, Whitney Houston, Nelson Mandela, Chadwick Boseman, Malala, Mother Teresa, Reginald Mengi, Thomas Sankara, Princess Diana, Femi Kuti. All right. Tifa, yeah. we have um, gone through a few names uh, on this episode so far where they started. And I want you to tell me, what do all of these people have in common? Um, wow. You've, I mean, I, I hear us and we've mentioned a few big names here. Um, it actually is giving me a bit of a feeling of melancholy. But what definitely stands out about them is that we remember them and it's a mix of different people actually here Um, some Mm. have already passed some Mm. are still living today and Mm. yet they are alive in our Mm. minds and memories Mm. Mm. all right yeah so i have a i have a i have a thing like um i've actually been thinking about this, even in my own life, actually, I've been thinking about this and uh, the idea of being remembered, right? Uh, Sometimes I sit by myself and I usually think, you know, when I die, because I usually think about this being remembered part about not when I'm alive, but rather when I'm dead, what would people think about me? What would people say about me? Will many people actually even remember me? What what does my li- what will my life amount to after I am dead, right? I don't know if you th- I don't know if you've had that thought before in your mind. I don't know if you think about these things as much as I do, but I think this one here kind of gets to my head a little bit. What about you? I think about it every day, every <laughs> chance I get, which of course solidifies the fact that I'm a bit of an oddball because. Right. What 16, 15 year old or 14 year old thinks about such things. You. But, um, I get where you're coming from. And yeah, it's just, but then, but then again, I think you asked a question here. Um, what would your life amount to when you're dead? The question, I would counter question that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At that time, you're right. thinking about it now because we're still here. Yes. 
But when you're gone, you're gone. It won't matter. You won't see. So why? So why why focus on how will people remember me when I'm dead? Right, right, right. Am I going to live in such a manner that will actually somewhat Mm -hmm. be a fulfilling life? Gotcha. At this point in time, you're doing it for, you're doing it for yourself. It is your life. It is your choices, etc. Uh-huh. What other people think about you, I guess, will happen when you're gone, and you won't. Right. You won't. It would matter even less. So I don't know if that's actually something to be thinking about. You're not going to be able to think about all these questions when you're lying there. I see. No, no. I look. I I, I get it. I actually uh, when I was doing some research on this topic and I was thinking to myself, wait a minute, why am I actually thinking about how people will remember me, right, after I'm dead? That is that is a weird way to actually think. No, it's right? not though. It's not because no no, it, no I say that, but this is for weird. me. It's, not it's weird. weird. Not weird. I would say not weird in a in a bad way. Right. I would say because self reflection and self awareness sharpens hmm this journey and this aspect of, you know, trying to become wiser. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's more than okay. So yes, please continue. I'm sorry to have no, I, I, I say it's, I, the reason why I think I was saying it's weird is because after you're, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said after you're dead, it matters less because you are, you are not there. Like, so why would I, why would you care what people think about you when you're dead? You don't hear anything. You don't see anything. So why is that important? Why not try to live a fulfilling life now, right? And see uh, the fru- the fruits of what you are doing now and uh, or rather than waiting until later. So because many of these people who uh, we have mentioned when we started the show were legends when they were alive. They're even bigger legends after they died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so so it's not like oh they became famous as soon as they died. No, 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 no. That's not it. I would say yeah. that death kind of cemented that. So, okay, why is it? Why why do you feel it is important? I feel like it's. Um, I wonder if I should call it a good feeling, mm-hmm. or being remembered feels warm. Why is that? <laughs> oh. Oh, there, there's some psychologists out there. I mean, we, we're not psychologists, right? But there, there are some psychologists out there. That, uh, they, they, they did write a few things about like this particular topic and uh, why people have this feeling of being remembered. But again, um, it's interesting. I don't know, or I don't think the people we have mentioned on the list, right? Like they sat down and they 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 planned on like oh man this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna do this so that I can be remembered I think that is a byproduct of their strong convictions and beliefs rather than that is rather than it being the aim of their life I want to be remembered you, you know said, what I mean you you said some of them right not all of some, them I, I I'd say I'd say some because. Uh, I've 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 seen a few things on the interwebs. I've seen um, people who like because people can be remembered for either positive things, 
or negative things. And there are some people who really do not care how they get remembered. They just want to be remembered. Well, that's true. And so the question here I would, I would ask is, do you reckon, you know how, um, so one thing I equate being remembered to is, first of all, being remembered sort of like cent is centered around feeling like being remembered is like feeling like you, you matter, mm. that I matter to somebody, but I, mm. I, I would, I would definitely not um, travel down that road now because I feel like that's all a topic on its own but there's one thing that I equate being remembered to and is or rather has a close connection to and that's leaving a legacy right and I was just reading something here and it's just quite interesting how 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 people define legacy right some people uh, define legacy in terms of wealth, definitely money, that yep. I'm leaving a lot of wealth, I'm leaving a lot of money, and that's my legacy and I've left it behind. It's materialistic. Yes. Others, yes. it's all about um, the impact you've made, the, um, the situation, like things that you've, there, there's been like a trickle down effect when, when you did it. Um, the other day I was, reading something from um, Forbes and um, this guy said, we're all leaving a legacy, whether we like yeah. it or not. And so that's our pardon? Yeah. And our legacy is a combination of the way we live every day and the impact right. it has on our friends, our family, our community and the world as well as how we prepare others for life without us. Mm. And I guess leaving a legacy is a way to let others appreciate our love and our consideration for them. But yeah. the part that goes on and says, because um, he says, um, and our consideration for them because we took the time to plan ahead for the impact our absence. I. I I don't necessarily agree to the last part, but he was trying, he was making, he was making sense. Mm. Often at times, and I think I've spoken to you about this. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And the reason I don't agree with this guy here is that when I, when I'm gone and I've said this to you, but when I'm gone, I prefer for mm -hmm. only somebody who's closest to me to do my eulogy. We gotcha. have this tendency, for example, I don't know if it's an African thing or it's worldwide, but you know us um, from Tanzania, your uncle mm. or somebody will take a piece of paper and they'll write down the day you were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way to, you know, you died of a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Nothing about you as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That entire speech is, for me would mean more if they were talking to me as a person who actually lived Correct. boxes I was trying to check. Yes. You know? So yes. yeah, so things like that pop up whenever I think about legacy and being remembered. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, just to, to add on to that. So you have this guy who was always talking about preparing people for when 
uh, for when you are not there and everything like that. And all those are positive things, but there's also uh, the other side of there's other side of this coin where I've either uh, heard from a courtroom or from a police investigation or from even some of the TV shows. Say, for example, I've watched there's one TV show I watched. It's called um, Mr. Mercedes, right? So, Mr. Mercedes is um is a is a TV show. It's a bit of a crime thriller. I don't know if you can. It's not a horror. It's a crime thriller. It's about it's about a um a serial killer, right? Right. But the the psychology of the serial killer is um in in such a way that he found out that his life his life was quite difficult when he was growing up as a child, etc. And then he was working quite a mediocre job at a at a at a tech store as a, one of those tech engineers. And you're thinking to yourself, okay, I can see what this story is. And then um, he found his life quite meaningless, right? And and he also came to the same conclusion that, or the same thought process as we have, like you and I, whereby it's like, like if I die, then that's it. Nobody is going to remember me. Nobody's going to talk about me. And that's why his life felt meaningless. And the way he justified to bring meaning into his life and to be remembered instead of like leaving a positive legacy, he went the other route of saying, you know what, if I keep on doing this, and he kept on taunting this other police investigator, telling him that if you die, no one will remember you. You'll just be like a, like a gust of wind or like a whiff or like whatever it is. But as for me, because of what everything that I have done, right, my name will live on. And that is also a mentality. That's why I said before, right? Sometimes it doesn't really matter if it's a positive or a negative uh, uh, impact people are having. Some people have this need within them just to be remembered. And that's what I'm talking about now is the negative side, but there's also positive sides like Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. They want to be remembered by leaving records. So they, they play to the highest level to do that. So I don't know what you think about, like, um, say, for example, in terms of, like, uh, this leaving and doing things that are harmful, but also your name still gets remembered in the history books. Grim, Grim, we're talking about uh, Jack the Reaper, we're talking about people like Hitler, we're talking about people. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so what you're saying is we're now supposed to not supposed to, but it is very, I'd say we might be 80% correct if we assume that or generalize, I would say generalize that people think of leaving a legacy and being remembered as mm -hmm. equitable or equal to being famous. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. Huh. Well, yep. sure. Um, I get what I get. What you're um, what you're saying and where you're coming from, because, like you said, like even if, uh, for example, um, Whitney Houston went through, um, he she had she's a legend, and I love her. But mm -hmm. she as a you know person, she also went through her troubles, etc. Mm -hmm. But whenever a person dies, mm -hmm. their record sales shoot up. Yeah. 
That is true. It's a business. It's crazy. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. But then again, <laughs> you're right. I, I just, anyway, I'd rather just remember the music because I'm, I'm a fan. Um, mm -hmm. But yes, you're right. And some people don't care for as long as they're, you know, people do crazy things. We see what social media is doing to us right now. Correct. Exactly. So that, that, that's the next Yep. Yep. But so let me, I, I read a quote the other day. And I'd like your thoughts on it. Um, uh, Giorgio Armani said, elegance is not about being noticed. It's about being remembered. Mm. So he, according to him, mm -hmm. you don't have to be noticed. You mm -hmm. know, some sometimes you go like somebody would be unnoticeable, but something about their aura if anybody mm -hmm. thinks or believes in such things as aura, it mm. is just, or their charisma mm. is just out there. They don't, don't necessarily walk into a room to be noticed, but they right. are, right? Yeah, no, I don't no. know if we're saying being noticed is the same as famous, and I feel like now I'm just going to, I'm, I'm confusing myself, or I'm just going down the rabbit hole. Uh, okay, yeah, here, here is the thing, right? Being, being noticed and, and, and fame, those those can be conflated uh, together, right? You could put them together, but they're not the same thing, obviously. And and you you did rightly mention um, the current day and age that we are in. There are so many more uh, content creators now uh, mm -hmm. in, different, in different platforms, and you you could you could literally ask yourself why are some people doing some of these things? Because there are some things that. Uh, some content creators do that are really out there, you know, uh, they're really out there in the sense that there's some things that are quite extreme, right? So the, the thing that comes into my mind, I remember there was a movie or a show, uh, even on YouTube called Jackass, right? Okay. I don't know if you, I don't know if you have ever seen Jackass or you've ever, no. yeah. So there's these guys who do like extreme things. I think that's, that's how some of, of these other creators started as well. They would do these extreme things and things that would hurt their bodies, right? Just for entertainment purposes, right? right? Somebody will get kicked in the face. Uh, there will be there, there will be like a, um, a bowling ball rolled to their back or whatever it is. Somebody would uh, use a shopping cart from the roof of their house down you know like and they would actually get injured mm -hmm. but then people would watch that and then they like that kind of content and and we have more and more of this now because of tiktok of instagram and everything where people are doing like over the top things and i wonder if it's because the i don't know if that's for being noticed or for being remembered i'm not sure but it seems to work and people are doing more and more crazier things. So I don't know. There's also some positive and negative things when it yeah. comes to yeah. being remembered. Like how desperate are you for attention, basically? Okay. I, I'm going to add to that um, last point there because you spoke about, you know, the negative side um, mm -hmm. of living a, leg so a negatively painted legacy in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So is it correct to say all legends are famous, but not all famous people are legends? <laughs> uh, bang exactly. on, I would say. Bang on, 
right? Yeah. Like that statement there kind of summarizes everything that yes. we, we need to talk about. Because some know? things are just fleeting. Whatever other famous people are doing, it's just very fleeting. It's just for the mm -hmm. moment. Another person will come up with something better or copy Correct. that person, but maybe do it for an extra 10 seconds and they'll shoot up in the in the in the in the, on the ladder that, that, that's also that's also correct yes okay great so that that sums that up so what you were saying about you know the negative negatively painted kind of legacy um i'm i'm sure our listeners and you Lewis, of course remember people like robert mugabe yes and and Che Guevara, these yes. two did so many things. But you know, when it, when it, whatever was happening um, in Zimbabwe from the time when it was the breadbasket of mm -hmm. Africa, mm -hmm. and down to you know removing all the whites and everybody is gone and it's just messy. The economy plummeted mm -hmm. and it's just crazy. But when when I went when I was in school when I was in college, you would hear how proudly. Zimbabweans really loved him. Correct. Yes. So, because he, at the end of the day, he still fought to keep the um, re their resources to the Zimbabwean people. Correct. How unfortunately, how he he was going about it might not have been right. And I'm not a politician. Um, I cannot judge or anything. But it's just the other side of the coin. So when mm. I was reading up on this legacy thing. Um, there was a title in an article saying the controversial legacy of Robert Mugabe and mm. the um, bittersweet legacy of Che Guevara because yeah. he was um, a leader who was romanticized out there, but he was also known for being an executioner, a brutal right. executioner. So right. as you can see, I don't know, like it can be either or, good and bad. I, I You know you know what? You know what? Um, I, I actually don't want to, I was going to say something, but it's going to air into the realm of conspiracy. So I'm, I'm going to yeah, stop myself. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to stop myself there, but uh, uh, I think maybe, so we've reached maybe a point in our segment where uh, I'm going to, I'm going to read some headings from like, from this, um, this website. It's called Psychology Today. Oh, right. I know that one. Yeah. So Psychology Today has um, uh, has a few pointers as to why people would want to be remembered, right? And uh, here we have a we have a list. So I'm gonna go on number one, and then maybe we can talk around that point. Or if we've already spoken about it, we can we can just move on from that. Okay. All right. All right. So number one. And the, the very first one, the very first thing they say is the need to be loved. Okay. Right? And I'm going to go in deeper into that and then maybe we'll talk about it. So it says, humans are social animals and our connections to other human beings are highly important to us. Therefore, many people spend a considerable amount of time ensuring that other people like them. The scientists point out that for some people, the wish to be remembered positively after death may simply be a psychological artifact of a strong wish to be liked by others while they were still alive. Right. That's that's point number one. Do you have anything to add on that? I think most times, I don't know. Unfortunately, we not all of us get to a point in life where we don't where 
we refuse to play fast and loose with the words love and like, you know? I'm right. not going to say anything right. more about that, but like it is exhausting for the love of yes. peace. It is exhausting. So, yes. okay, let's go. Next one. Okay. Number two, and I think you already touched on this when you re referenced that um, article from Forbes, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, making life better for children and grandchildren. All right. And then they go on to say, while being remembered positively after death may not have a direct benefit for the deceased person, it may well have benefits for their offspring. The social reputation of dead family members may affect the social reputation of living members of the same family and therefore affect their success um, in, a job, in finding a job, a partner, and other things. For example, it may be harder to find a job for someone who is a son or a daughter of a well-known convicted criminal. On the other hand, if the deceased parent is remembered in a very positive way by members of a community, things may be a little bit easier for their children. Thus, one reason for the wish to be remembered may be to have a positive impact on the life of children and grandchildren. Hmm. I have two thoughts on yes. that. Mm -hmm. um, one, yeah, it's definitely true. And this, this borderline talks about that one side of the definition of legacy on the materialistic mm -hmm. end. Yes. This will trickle down to what we're going to talk about next on mm -hmm. um, the connection generational approaches when it comes to legacy. Yes. Sometimes um, our like boomers, etc., would leave would want to leave a legacy, but some of mm -hmm. them don't feel like, hey, I don't need to discuss this with my kids. They can figure it mm -hmm. out when we're gone. Mm -hmm. We can leave it's up to them whether they leave leave something for the kids or they don't leave something for the kids. Yeah. But I do know some people um, mm -hmm. some parents who are like, you know what? I worked hard for this money. These guys will fend for themselves. I don't need to leave them anything. Some mm -hmm. younger generations, millennials and um, Gen Z, we're all about, you mm -hmm. know, independence. We want to find our own thing and whatever. But mm -hmm. there are those of us that are entitled or feel yes. entitled. Like, mm -hmm. Why do I need to work? My daddy's rich. Yes. You don't really know if the, this person is, the, your dad is really rich or is not rich. You just see it. Like he carries himself in this certain way. Like he got money. I'm good. I'm settled for life. Mm -hmm. There is currently a friction between that, that kids feel entitled mm -hmm. or rather also maybe uh, our elders um, approached, you know, wealth, um, accumulation or legacy building differently. Um, in Africa, um, we, I don't know if you remember, we were told um, even if a parent or your grandparent doesn't give you something materialistic, money or etc., they can leave wisdom for you. Yep. yep. Things that will, like a tool that will help you along the way, down the line. Yeah. Or some, some, some will talk about something like education yeah, or, yeah. or whatever the case might be. But yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I get, I get that part which, when you were saying about, you know, the in inheritances, et cetera, and how people tie that word legacy to um, mm -hmm. wealth and money, et cetera. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I also, I guess, sorry, I, I also was gonna say, um, I, I, I like that idea that some people might might not be thinking like about like a, a grand like legacy. Some people might just be thinking about their family and their loved ones in a way that they want to live a positive life so that the the lives of their children and grandchildren is not made um is not made any tougher than the world already is because you imagine yeah you make a mistake and then now you're a criminal and then it's very hard for your line to for for your line people will be like oh that's the son of a criminal or that's a daughter of a criminal difficult to find jobs you'll have to like leave where you are yeah and you know but anyway um let's 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 go ahead. I think this is um uh, this is a big one. Uh, number have, number three is uh, okay. Fight number three, and, and then I have a question for you. Okay, so number three is uh, fighting death anxiety, right? So for most people, the thought of dying is quite fearsome. Thinking too much about death may have a negative impact on mood and life satisfaction, and people may wish to develop strategies to fight death anxiety. For many religious people, believing in an immortal soul and life after death is quite helpful in fighting death anxiety. Leaving a legacy similarly could help fight off uh, death anxiety by granting a sense of what the scientists call symbolic immortality. By leaving behind something of great value, people create a memory that outlives themselves and gives them the feeling that their existence has mattered. And I think, I think I'm just going to add on that. I think that's the example of fighting death anxiety is the one that I gave earlier about that, um, about that serial killer. But yeah, there are many people who do things quite differently to actually live uh, a lasting legacy. But okay, okay, you can go ahead and give a point or ask that question you wanted to ask. I, I sincerely wish people would stop like you cannot yes you can use it use two these two words in one sentence but they're not the same thing i yes. think they should call it dying anxiety <laughs> dying are two different things people what we what? do not know about and yes. what we're trying to be we're always anxious about honestly is yes. how are we going to die when mm. are we going to die? But not death yeah. itself. You don't know. I mean, death is definitive. Like, it's definite there. That's true. Yeah. And you're oh, not oh, here. Okay. okay, grammar police. Okay. Um, like, it, it frustrates me because every time I think about death and that um, I am very, te I'm a temporary person. This is my temporary home. People might feel that I'm, tr I'm being morbid. You know, why are you thinking about these things? You know, ugly mm. truth kind of thing. But anyway, let's go to my question. That's my opinion on the dying and death anxiety. There is no such thing as death anxiety. It's dying anxiety. Okay. Anyway. Okay. okay. Uh, my, my question. So, yes. Louis, what do you want to be remembered for? I, <laughs> it's a, that's a hard question. I think this is uh, it's a good question going towards the end of our of our of our session, I guess. It's a good, um, hard question? or a it's, a, it's a good question and also a hard question. I, I think uh, for me, um, even before uh, I had a family, right? My, my, my usual biggest fears were, am I going to be enough for my family? 
right? Am I going to be enough for my wife? Am I going to be enough for my kids? You know? And I think if if I could in any way, shape, or form, right? Um, bare minimum, what I care about is how my wife and my kids will remember me. Like, right. as a great father, as a good husband, as somebody who uh, was always there for their their family, somebody, I mean, I know this is quite generic, but this was a fear for me even before, right? I got married even before I had a kid. So I am leaving, leaving a um, good lessons, right, to my children and also being remembered to be a, a great husband and the leader of his family. I think that that to me will be more than enough. I think I think if you talk about it, this in, say, for example, religious terms, I think, um, yeah, so this, uh, that duty is uh, square, squarely dropped upon my shoulders as soon as I decided to get married and have family. Okay, that, 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 that makes sense. Then also, I, I hope everybody remembers, in as much as we have concerns and anxieties and um, everything about what the future will hold our in mm-hmm. oh, we all have inner demons honestly speaking 100% but what we do have is today mm. you know there is a lot of noise it's very loud in this world mm. and despite the psychology behind wanting to be remembered and all of that jazz what we can do is our best. Yes. And if we're, we've got that self-awareness and, um, you know, self-reflection within us, then our conscious guides us into yes. doing better. And at the end of the day, like you said, some people are accidental legends. They didn't plan Correct. it. They just became. Yes. Um, but before we wrap up the show, I wanted mm-hmm. to also speak about or just think about, like, is there that point I raised earlier, the difference between how, for example, boomers approach legacy building and Gen Zs? I was reading an article the other day and this Gen Zer, um, Farquan um, Mohammed, she said, we're stuck in this, we're stuck in between this position where we are capable of making worlds change but not mm. take it seriously. Right. Do you think it's a lot of pressure for John Zias to try to m- make the sort of impact that will have an endless echo while still tackling things that were, they were never a part of? The yeah. global warming. I don't yeah. know. Everything craziness. Yeah. That- oh, global warming, the, the effects of capitalism. Don't forget capitalism, that one. Everything, that's a, that's a everything. That they were, they might not even been born. Yes. By then, but they still have to go against this or tackle this, in addition to them finding their own way in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let, me, let me let me let me let me speak to that a little bit, and then and then and then we'll just get to the end. Yeah. Um, in terms of 
I follow, I follow, I mean, I hate politics, but I tend to follow it a lot for some reason. I don't it's like weird. politics either. It's, it's, a, it's a weird thing, right? Because I, I, I like to be informed, but I, I hate what I'm being informed about. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. Um, so there is a lot of pressure, I think. Gen Z is millennials. Have a, a lot of, I think, I don't know if we are putting this pressure upon ourselves as well, right? Yeah. And there's this idea of wanting to change the world. Like, there's a big push nowadays. I see it everywhere. Like, us millennials and Gen Zers, we have this idea that we, I want to change the world. I want to change the world. And that in within itself is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Right? The only issue here is um, we don't take a very good account of ourselves first before we actually go out and try to change the world. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. So the idea is, see, it's like it's like um, uh, that old saying: before you try to, before you you point out a speck on your brother's eye, you might want to remove the log in your own in your eye. Your own eye, yeah. Right, and I don't think we're actually very. I don't think we're actually very good at that at the moment. And we want to change things that we barely understand. So we, mm-hmm. we are not, we're not learned enough. We, we don't know ourselves enough. And I think also this has part to do with being remembered. So there's a desperation of being remembered over actually wanting to make real impact. Say that last point again, please. There is a declaration about wanting to be remembered, right? Instead of actually fixing. I think, I think, yeah, it has to start with self. Yeah, like think think about, uh, they think, we think about the end result. Yes. Without wanting to go through the process of preparing. Like what makes much of this preparing for the actual process? Correct. Because. So here's an example. Somebody uh, is going through something in life or they hate about an aspect about their own life and it's actually quite easy to blame somebody else. The blame, the blame game, right? You, 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 you would rather face things that are external before you can actually face yourself. The toughest part is the internal. We don't want to face our own demons. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I think until, until we get that part right, whatever we are actually trying to change on the outside is not going to change the world because we're going to still be the same people. I wonder where I saw that slogan. I think it was an ad on um, somewhere. They were all talking about change makers and any change the youth can make in the world. And the slogan was, or maybe it was something around HIV AIDS. I'm not sure, but the slogan was, it begins with you. Yes. And it really does. Yes. In any aspect possible when we're trying yes. to embrace the constant that is change or effect yes. it mm. or try to make change, you know? Yeah. yeah but so, anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to say this, right? Those are our thoughts. And um, yeah. you, you guys uh, who are listening to us can put a comments down on what you would like to be remembered for and you can let us you can just comment on what else you want us to talk about what did you like what did you not like but you know until next time i guess we're done tifa 
Yeah, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure um, being with you guys for this episode. Thank you, Louis. This was so, so insightful. Um, and, and I think with our audience's permission, if we feel like you guys feel like you want to expand on it more, we can definitely, because it is very vast, if you ask me. Yeah. So thank you so much. And we look forward to speaking with you guys again. Yep. See you next time. Bye. ladies and gents we hope you enjoyed our conversation today and remember the more we understand each other the more empathetic we become so follow us and subscribe to slow wisdom on jamit and get a new episode every wednesday and more content during the week until then keep seeking slow wisdom in this fast-paced world don't go don't go wait just wait wait um please also let them know they can get us coffee and Please don't forget to rate us on whatever podcast you're listening to these episodes. Thank you very much. See you next time.